I'm your host, Matt Bergman, and my guest today is Dr. Michelle Combs, Associate Professor of Biology here at Quincy University. A Quincy native, Michelle earned her Bachelor of Science degree in Biological Sciences from Quincy University in 1996, and she completed graduate school in 2011 at the University of Cincinnati while conducting research at the Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center. Later, she moved to St. Louis and got her postdoctoral fellow at Washington University Medical Center and joined the QU faculty in 2013. In today's episode, Michelle will share with us her road to QU and her work with student researchers right here on campus. Michelle, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Matt. I really appreciate the experience. So you grew up in Quincy and you went to Quincy Senior High School uh, and you eventually decided to come back to QU in your hometown. Kind of tell us about what led to, led, led to that road to come back to Quincy. As you mentioned, Matt, I did attend Quincy Public Schools, and it was actually my experience with the TAG program, or TAG, as you would say in German, at Baldwin School that informed my decision. Uh, TAG had small classes and three amazing professors, Dr. McGinley, Strand, and McNay. In addition to our normal coursework, we participated in group thought experiments, experiential learning, and even got to learn German, and I loved it. In choosing a college, I thought back to those experiences. I wanted to be in a place where I could pursue a science major while devouring literature, theology, economics, and even accounting courses. College was going to be an opportunity for me to be in the classroom every day with experts in their field, and I wanted to interact with my instructors as one of 20 and not, let's say, 100. I also enjoyed playing softball when I wasn't studying. After checking out many colleges, I realized that everything I was dreaming of was in my own backyard here at QU. That's awesome. And there are probably many things I'm sure that you fell in love with along the way. And I'm going to make a guess that some of them were those professors that, because science has been one of our longest standing tenured professors. We've had several of them that served the university for a number of years. So tell us about your love for QU and its, and its faculty. So the professors certainly were uh, one of the things that I love about QU and, and continue to be one of those things. But I also love that every person, no matter who they are at QU, is living QU's mission. And that's to inspire positive change in the world through educating our students. And it's amazing to be a part of a team of, team of students and QU employees that are all committed to the same goal. And it's rewarding to see that the alum become thought leaders and servant leaders in their communities as well. The best part is that this doesn't end at the doors of QU. Our community believes in what we do and the impact that our students are making in our world, and it's a great source of pride for all of us. So what made you want to return to your alma mater to teach? Great question. I'm a strong believer in the small liberal arts model as the best way to culminate innovation and civic-minded human beings. Support for this dates back to classical antiquity and even in the current era. At QU, I'm able to be an educator first, and I interact closely with my students and provide them with research experiences. It's rewarding to see how QU students use their education to achieve career, personal, and civic goals. You know, everybody talks about Dr. Natalini. Um, That had to be one of your professors, as it was for many people. Um, You know, what what sort of um, what sort of other um, names come to mind when you think of QU science? Certainly, Dr. Natalini is a big one, but I also enjoyed the mentorship of uh, George Schneider as well as Al Pogi. Those were big names in my in my life, and I really enjoyed um, being mentored by them. 
and they're just such great individuals who still give back to the university today. I just, our sciences are very blessed to have such long, long tenured professors. So let's take a break now. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more with Dr. Combs about student research here at Quincy University. You're listening to From the Hawk's Nest. The Quincy University Academic Symposium is a showcase for student achievement across our liberal arts curriculum. Each spring, student presenters engage in professional performance and discourse with experts in their field of study, as well as the greater community to disseminate their work. The symposium provides a public forum for academic competition with prizes awarded to a student and their faculty mentor from each department, including graduate studies programs. Visit www.quincy.edu slash academic dash symposium slash to learn more about this exciting event. And welcome back to From the Hawk's Nest. I'm Matt Bergman, and today we are joined by the illustrious Dr. Michelle Combs, Associate Professor of Biology here at Quincy University. And we're going to switch gears a little bit and um, talk more about the research aspect that's really become um, a bigger part of your job in the last uh, year or so. Um, And let's start with undergraduate student research. Why is that so important at a university like QU? Great question. Undergraduate student research is a high-impact educational practice that fosters innovation and lifelong learning. And there may be some disciplines like science that automatically come to mind when we think of research. However, innovators in all fields perform research on a daily basis. And for this reason, QU has created an undergraduate research board with a mission to support undergraduate research experiences across our liberal arts curriculum. Our goal is to provide mentored research experiences for students in all disciplines. Our undergraduate research initiative dovetails perfectly with the Honors Program and the Quest Experiential Study Center. This allows students to engage in inquiry and experiences in all facets of their QU life. What type of research are your students currently conducting? So I'm glad you asked this. Uh, We have a lot of research going on. My Researchers in general, uh, my senior researchers are collaborating with an alum, Dr. David Roman, at the University of Iowa College of Pharmacy, and we are working on helping to find novel therapeutics for sepsis treatment. They're also engaging in a project that focuses on the evolutionary journey of a specific gene that's important for development, which is called sonic hedgehog, of all things, and these... (laughs) These students are tracking similarities and differences across species in this gene, and they're actually developing, developing this into a course-based inquiry uh, educational series. My majors, Bio 150 Principles of Biology students, are actually just this week going to test their knowledge of evolution and how cells share similarities amongst species and across organisms in determining if plants can be rendered unresponsive with the anesthetic ether, just like a person can. And then my intro to research students are actually flipping an experiment on its head. They've been tasked with becoming proficient at micropipetting, and they're collecting data this week with a UV spectrometer, 
and polymerase chain reaction to determine if they were successful in their micropipetting accurately. Wow. I had no clue all this was happening right here at Little Quince University. Very impressive. We were blessed uh, about two and a half years ago to receive a, a Title III grant from the federal government. And that has opened some new doors for us and allowing us to have more and more research lab capacity. And it's very exciting. Um, tell us about those research labs. It is absolutely very exciting. North Campus is becoming a center for science research. And we were able to build a very up-to-date new research facility for our scientists. It is housing new equipment, and it's a very large space. We actually took two classrooms and a hallway and turned, turned it into one large lab area. Students are actually in there now starting to do original and innovative research. That, that is very neat. And, and like I said, we're very lucky to have received in that Title III grant, which is actually a five-year grant, and uh, we'll continue to um, build out some different things here on the campus all really in the name of research and, and science and technology. So uh, some exciting times ahead. Let's switch a little bit now and move into another kind of facet of your job, which is running our academic symposium. And this year will be its fourth year. Um, and it's, it's really a, a fun day for students to really showcase their work. And it's, but it's also fun for faculty, staff, students, and the community to get to see all that work and to see firsthand what's taking place in our classrooms, not just in science, but across a number of disciplines. So tell us about that day and maybe some of your highlights from that from the academic symposium. So the academic symposium symposium is absolutely my favorite event of the entire year. This year it's going to occur on April 16th. And it's going to be a chance for our students to showcase what they've been doing in research across our curriculum. If you want to whet your appetite for what goes on at the symposium, you can visit our website at www.quincy.edu backslash academic dash symposium, and you can see the presentations that were given last year. Yeah, it, it, It's very interesting, and I think people would um, really enjoy seeing what all these different students do. Well, Michelle, we're, we're about uh, to the end of our conversation here today, but I did want to point out one other thing that, you know, you, um, you came, chose to stay here at QU and, 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 you know, get your education here and then come back to QU. But in, in terms of being an alum, you're not the only one in your family who uh, decided to come to QU. And so you've had a few other family members, I know at least, that have attended QU, correct? That is correct. So I am actually a third-generation QU uh, student. My grandmother went to Quincy University, as did my father and my mother. So that's keeping it all in the family. So uh, we have a lot of alums like that out there that have had several generations that have attended Quincy University. So my thanks to Dr. Michelle Combs for being our guest today and for her dedication to provide QU students with opportunities to do research and a platform to share that resource with others. Be sure to tune in next time for another episode of From the Hawk's Nest, where we'll learn all about uh, things that our faculty, students, alumni, and just different folks uh, connected to Quincy University are doing for our community and for the nation. For From the Hawk's Nest, I'm Matt Bergman, and it's always a great day to be a hawk. On behalf of Quincy University and QU Alumni Relations, thank you for listening to From the Hawk's Nest. If you like the show and want to know more, check out quincy.edu or leave us a review on iTunes.